fear can paralyze us. Fear can undo all the good that we try to accomplish. I'd like to tell you a story about a young priest, and this is not about me, and you'll know why. This priest was petrified to preach. He got paralyzed every time he got up into the pulpit, and he became tongue-tied, and he didn't know what to say. He was so upset with himself that he went to see his bishop. And he said, Bishop, I can't preach. And he said, sure you can, son. He said, you just have to loosen up a little. And he said, how do I do that? So the bishop said to him, this is what I do. When I go for confirmation, you know, sometimes the people are a little uptight, especially the kids at first. You know, they see my big pointy hat and they get a little nervous. He said, I start my homily with a joke. He says, let me give you an example. You may want to use this. So the bishop says, this is what I say. Last night, I was in the arms of a woman who loves me. And everyone gasps for air. And he smiles and says, I had dinner with my mother. <laughs> so the young priest said, I think I'm going to try that. I think that'll be great. So the priest gets up on Sunday, and all of a sudden, he's getting a little panicky. He doesn't remember the first line, but he says, Last night, I spent my night in the arms of the hottest woman you'd ever want to meet. And now he realizes he's blown it, and he says, I don't remember who she was. But the bishop recommended her. <laughs> well, folks, you see, fear can paralyze us in a way that we might not even know. That's why Jesus' words in the gospel today are so important, and we're going to come back to them in just a moment. I had my own fear like that young priest, I was a young seminarian. And at the end of second year studies, you have to work in a hospital as a student chaplain. And this was right at the beginning of the AIDS epidemic. And you had to put on a mask and a gown and gloves and a cap before you could go in any room. <clears throat> and I was assigned to Cabrini Medical Center in the Chelsea section of Manhattan. And of course, the floor that I got was nothing but persons with AIDS. I was scared to death. My supervisor said, go up to the fifth floor and meet the charge nurse, and she'll take care of you. Oh boy, did she. She gave me all my scrubs, everything I had to put on. And I looked at her, and I said, now what do I do? And she goes, you got to go visit your patients. It took me almost three hours to go see the first patient because I was afraid of contracting AIDS. At that point, they didn't know. 
and I was scared to death. It took me that long to knock on the first door and to sit next to someone who was dying. That fear paralyzed me at least for a moment. But Jesus' words in the gospel are so important because it helps us put our trust in him. It can help calm our souls and ease our minds. Kind of like what we're going through right now. We're fearful. And so we're out here instead of inside the church building. And that's okay. But we have to remember that this is natural and Jesus is quick to tell us that he will carry our burdens and that his yoke is easy and our burden can be light. These words are crucial for us. And why is that? Because we have real fears, don't we? We fear COVID-19, our health. We fear the economy and what's happening. Perhaps we're in a difficult relationship and we fear that with our spouse or our significant other. Or we may have some fears about our children, our friends, school, or race relations. These are real fears. And you and me, folks, need to turn them over to the Lord. We need to trust in his presence. And then we can face the future. The reality is that we will always have a reason to fear. But it does not have to overcome us. Because God's love is real. And you and me can replace fear with love. True to form, I'll end with a quote. Two weeks in a row, I wrote my own. <laughs> Talk about fear. <laughs> and this is what I have to say. Fear not only paralyzes us, it robs our heart and soul of trust and love.